Welcome back uh, to a special episode of Words with Walner. I am filling in as host. Uh, my name is Joel Matthew. I'm filling in for Steve Miller, who's out and swimming across Tampa Bay right now. Um, so as usual, <laughs> like like a like a lunatic. Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, so we have as usual we have our our main host and uh, co-host and guest uh, John Walner, president of Walner Law. And today we have another special guest, uh, Joseph Williams. Um, I don't know how to set this up because I feel like you, you're doing so much and so many different things, but part of it is activism, nonprofit, politics. There's a police tie-in, but how do you introduce yourself, Joe? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm Joseph Williams, executive director of the Mr. Dad's Fathers Club. And as you stated, I'm also the <laughs> the seven district councilman for the Chicago Police Department and currently uh, running for state representative of the sixth district. Awesome. So what do you do in your free time? Because <laughs> you also uh, have six kids, right? I, I have a, a beautiful wife and six children, and uh, <laughs> there's no free time. I'll say what I do in my free time is uh, spend as much of that time with my family. Um, I spend every minute I can with them. So uh, that's about all the free time I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And so can you explain the relationship here of how you guys know each other? From Eric Russell, who's the American activist down in the city looking for promoting the rights of um, black community, equal access to justice, to jobs, to um, being vital members of community and not having, he's mostly interested in uh, police misconduct. And Joe, how would you describe what else he's promoting? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would just say Brother Russell is always on the front lines. That's how I met him. I met him throughout the work. Uh, activists activating our communities and organizing them to stand up for what they believe in but stand up for issues that matters that don't go dead ear because people didn't feel like it was important he makes sure he brings it to the forefront um, and he works with a lot of folks in the community to make that happen right so I so during during his work for justice for the people so wrongly denied the same mm -hmm. I became friendly with him through one of our previous guests, Andrew Stroth, the uh, civil rights lawyer, who we've had on one of our earlier podcasts, and Andrew represented those people that were killed or severely injured from police misconduct, and Eric and him are cohorts in justice from in in the Chicagoland area, but other major cities also. And we I became very involved in promoting his Tree of Life uh, charity that where he gets his money to fund his uh, representation for those that are underserved or denied justice or denied equal rights as other members of the community. And he introduced me to Joe, who's promoting justice in his community for fathers or dad's rights, d d giving and going into more of the community, Joe, that, that Walner Law is involved in, you know, is, we're involved in the community that Joe is running for in the 6th District. And he is, uh, his, his area um, of where his... Uh, people are his registered voters are that he's looking to represent and represent the communities. Um, and I've been involved in Englewood, which is a, a, um, a community that he's be serving that he'll be representing when successfully wins his election in March. And we hope that all you know, everyone listening to today to this podcast, that'll know that Joe is a family man that he's he's deeply involved in his community. Hopefully, you know you'll register to vote and you'll get out to the polls. And you'll meet Joe when he comes knocking your door, and you'll support him because you'll be supporting your own community. And we're involved in the community deeply also in giving scholarships to kids, providing you know turkeys in the community, giving them backpacks to go back to school, 
having in, and supporting grandmothers raising children without parents, giving them the opportunities to enjoy life, whether you know we set up carnivals and circus and bowling, bolaramas and basketball teams and that's th and, and we've done that through Sabrina King, who was a previous guest on our podcast. So we enjoy Walner Law giving back to the community for those that have been infected by poverty or just access to good paying jobs and whose family has, is fractured. And we're using a whole community to raise the children, which is most important. The future is the children. And as, as uh, Joe's doing, getting fathers involved in the children's lives, giving them equal access to, to custody, to education and welfare decisions, to getting them involved in um, just having them in their house on the weekends or holidays because fathers deserve equal rights to mothers in the raising of their children. And that's something that, you know, Walner Law, in, in part of our pro bono activities and our, and our charitable desires, these align with our values too. And because we are seeking equal representation justice for our clients that have been wronged, so, so injured and hurt or have passed away as a result of someone's fault. So I'm glad to be surrounded by people like Joe and Eric Russell and our future guests, Carl West and Andrew Stoth, Sabrina King, all people that have come and spoke with us with words with Walner. Right, right. No, it's powerful to see what both you guys are doing in the community. So that, that tees up really uh, one of the topics I want to cover is tell us about the uh, Mr. Dad's Father's Club and, and what the mission is and, and how that's going. Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, the Mr. Dad's Fathers Club was created in 2017, and it was really created to help get fathers active in their children's lives through mentoring and literacy. So when this program started, I started just volunteering at my children's school, and I was doing lunchroom duty, hallway monitoring, and one day the teacher needed to grade papers. I didn't know what to do with the classroom. I picked up a book and read a book to the class. And from reading that one book, the class loved it. They wanted me to come back. They said, can he come back? I came back every week. Before you knew it, I had grown a base of 150 fathers because they said, how can we get involved? They started to hear about this. So we started doing Father's Carnival. We went from the Father's Carnival to mentoring and reading. And we're not just reading books. We're reading books to boost our baby's confidence and their self-esteem. So we're working around that social-emotional piece because our children need that. They need to feel like they can be somebody and that they are somebody. So um, that's what our program does. We run a summer camp every year with our youth. Um, it may be a few stories out there right now where I had youth that had been previously incarcerated, but now they're off in college and doing amazing with their life. Um, the program is really focused on building our children and youth up, and getting fathers a part of that process. Something that we know in a lot of our communities is that you don't have as many fathers in the home. So what we're trying to do is not necessarily substitute that, but really help get fathers active any way they can because sometimes they don't know how they can get involved. My outlet was just going into a school volunteer. So now we're using this program as an outlet to say, hey, you ain't just got to drop your baby off and pick them up because they are doing this now. Um, you can come and read a book. You can come and mentor a kid. Matter of fact, we got free tickets. You can go outside and take your children out somewhere and have a great time. So we're working with our fathers as well. So we want to make sure we look at it as a holistic approach where we're working with the children and youth and the fathers. And even with our summer camp, we ran that for the past two years with no budget attached to it. I literally put kids in my car and we went throughout the city. Every day was a field trip. They went down to Cook County Jail to meet a good friend, Judge Kelly, to see how the criminal justice system worked. They got a chance to go to City Hall 
and eat lunch with the entire um, black automatic caucus and to sit there and have that type of experience. Um, they continue to like go to different spaces throughout the city. Some of them rolled past Chinatown, never been in Chinatown. So we had an opportunity to take them in Chinatown to have that experience, go to Brookfield Zoo, go to the White Sox game. The ultimate goal is really just to tap in and, and make a family approach with everything. With me having a wife and six children, I understand the importance of fathers. And I just think it's something that we have to highlight here in our city. That's amazing. And, and kudos to you for doing that, especially just getting on the ground and doing whatever it takes without waiting for somebody else to do it for you. Absolutely. So what, what are some of the barriers you're facing with some of the dads to get involved? And, and why do you think historically, or historically has it been, have there been barriers for dads to get more involved in the community? Well, you know, statistically, they would say that fathers aren't as involved, which I will say is not true. It's just, for me, a lot of fathers don't know how to get involved at times, right? And we got to make sure that those doors are open at those schools to make sure that we're inviting families and fathers in to be a part of their children's lives through volunteering experiences. Uh, we just want to make sure that um, fathers have the opportunity. Even when we're talking about the court system, right? Just because you're not with the mother doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to see your kid anymore. We have to make sure that everything is equal across the board, that children have visitation rights so they can see their babies. We want to make sure that, you know, it's a balance. And fathers play an instrumental role. What we know is the numbers say that when fathers are involved, children are less likely to do drugs, uh, less likely to not graduate school, meaning that the graduation rate rises up more when you have fathers involved. You're creating a space. A balance that really um, helps a child future. You know, it helps build them as they go along in life. And I think if we do more of this, even when we're talking about the violence in our city and a lot of the things that we're facing in our communities, I think having a positive male role model or just a father presence makes a huge difference just to have somebody say, hey, don't do that. We need mentorship. We need this in our community. So that's what I'm looking to spread. And historically, I mean, we can talk all day about that because we know how Women receive benefits to not have the man in the home at times. We could talk about all of the different reasons why fathers weren't involved. But in today's time, I think it's more involved than I've ever seen before. Right, right. So it's amazing. First of all, you have six kids, and then you're still finding time yeah, to yeah, plug yeah. in to well, school. I got, and, I got a lot of because yeah. it took four girls to get to one boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then after almost I had a basketball team. One boy, well, I, after I had the one boy, I got my sixth man, which is uh, baby Josiah, which oh, yeah. comes eight years after. Wow. And um, he'll be turning two in March. Actually, he turns two on election day, March 19th. Wow. <laughs> God bless your wife, man. I know, I know, I know. for real, for real. That, that is real. That is real. Uh, so, so let's back up and talk some more on the the political aspirations. And so, you started off or got involved in the Obama campaign. So, can you t talk yeah. about that? So, well, I actually started Obama campaign. You're absolutely right. I started back in 2008, I believe, when Obama ran. That was like my first activation piece. A little bit. That was my first activation piece, getting on the bus, and they was taking us to Iowa, and we were out canvassing door to door, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. But honestly, getting involved in politics actually came from uh, Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle. Um, we stayed in like the projects um, in Bronzeville area, and she would come in those buildings with her long socks on and come knock on the doors. She wasn't scared of nothing. She would come yeah. knock on the doors and like give us her literature. I'm like, who is this lady? Like, what is she doing? She was just the alderman then. I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. Then I started seeing giveaways and certain events. 
I'm like, man, I want to do something like this maybe when I get older. Then I loved Harold Washington. I loved Dr. King. So all of these key people played a big role in just me playing in that civic service and just wanting to give back and making sure I do it. And from there, I really transitioned into the education realm. So I served on a local school council at Beasley, at Lindblom, and Jackie Robinson as the chairman and served as the chairman of all of their PACs. Um, and I worked to get Beasley a multi-million out of playground just by going to the board with other parents and saying, we deserve to not just have dirt in the back of our school. We deserve to have a playground for our children to play in. So that was my first piece of activation and getting really into this. And then from there, I transitioned recently into the district councilman role because that was something that was really created as another layer to bring more police accountability, but also build relationships between the police and the community. And that's something I love to do. You can't sit on one side of the fence. When you go into these positions, you have to be very open-minded to how you can service everyone on both ends. And the biggest thing is building relationships between the police and the community. And now we lead into the role that I'm going for right now, which is state representative of the 6th District, which I believe is extremely important. As Mr. Walner stated, um, about just getting active and the registered voters. Right now, we have about 110,000 folks in the district, but only 51,000 are registered. But only 7,000 came out the last election to vote. So it is very much important that we inform folks and get them out to the polls because this is the only way you can make a difference. And it goes beyond making a difference. We have to put people in there who has good intentions and who's coming with innovative ways to attack some of the issues that we're going with. Like we're talking about violence, but we know violence needs a job, right? We need to make sure our youth have job opportunities. We have closed schools throughout our district. We want to make sure that those schools are reopened and turned into community centers or mental health clinics so then people can get the services that they need. Uh, we want to make sure that we're investing back into our communities, you know, and that's just what it comes down to. Homeowners are losing homes. We got to make sure that people who've been living here their entire life can still have some type of resource where they can have the help to keep their homes. You know, they shouldn't be driven out of their own communities. So we just, we're running for this seat for the people. This is the people's seat. And we want to bring that back to the forefront. Uh, so many elected officials in today's time, they get there and they forget the people. They forget why they're in their seat. You got a lot of great ones, a lot of great elected officials, but you get some that gets there and they get comfortable and they forget why they're doing the job. And in this particular district that we're running in, in the 6th district, we want to show them that they, they matter. We want to meet them at the doors. We want to meet them where they are and let them know, have hope. We want to give them hope that it can be a better day, a brighter day, when we all come together and fight for what's right. On my palm card, it says, father, fighter, and founder. Because I'm a father, I'm a fighter, and I'm a founder of an amazing nonprofit that helps create a movement that I hope to go around the world one day. <laughs> right, right. No, that's great. Thank you for the context. And how important, as you've been growing aspirationally politically and organizing and, and activism and partners with guys like John and Walner Law, how important have those partnerships been for your mission? It's very important. I believe in the work, the work cannot happen without relationships. We have to make sure that we're keeping positive relationships with everyone. No matter if it's the Obama's foundation, if it's Cradles to Crayons, if it's Mr. John Walner, who does amazing work in our communities. We're talking about someone who comes into our communities, as he stated, giving back on every level possible. We're talking about someone who represents the people. When we're talking about personal injury and we're talking about all of the aspects of what 
Mr. Walner's law group is doing. Um, they're doing amazing work. And those partnerships matter because we need these partnerships as we continue to grow because we're growing together. We're focused on the same type of people, the same mission. We're doing the work. So those partnerships are extremely important. Awesome. John, any final thoughts? You know, I, w- I was saying we've been blessed, you know, Joel, in, in this podcast to bring people that are making difference in the community that are partnering. There's so many synergies that are going on in the, in the district that you're going to represent after your victory in this election in March. We, we brought on Tio Hardiman to, to, uh, to take the steam down or the, or, the, or the anger down in the community and violence interrupters. We brought in, um, we, we brought in um, Captain Zimmerman of the Salvation Army to let the community know that coming out of jail, there, that there is opportunities for growth to, to educationally, culturally to come back into the community with a power job and reuniting with your family. So there's big money behind him and what their organization is doing. And we have another guest we brought on, Sabrina King, to talk about what her organization is doing in the community. And everyone is relying on each other. Joke is, is, is in, in his representation, is relying on the synergies with the Salvation Army, with violence interrupters, with Sabrina King, you know, grandparents raising children. Everyone's working together for the benefit of the community, but this guy's gonna be doing it politically. In, in, in the district, using legislation and laws to, to gain his goals, and that's the only reason to go into the 6th District, to go into to the People's House in Springfield to represent those people that need the law on their side also with legislation that supports education, welfare, better schools, safety in the neighborhoods, um, p- police accountability, who we've talked about with Andrew Stroth very extensively when he came here and talked about the p- problems facing those in the community where the, the police have a tendency to first ab- put someone in danger instead of defusing the situation. And, and while not just as, a, as an add-on, Joel, we, we have right now coming to trial tomorrow, picking a jury, when f- four young black men were leaving a McDonald's. They're just hanging out in the McDonald's. They see a police car, so they left the, the McDonald's. They thought, you know, the, the, the police are coming after them. They rode through a stop sign, went in a mile chase of, of like 70, 60 miles an hour through the neighborhoods. The car crashed. Our, our ch- we represent a young man who is a paraplegic, and the city has already offered us $21 million as of yesterday. But it just goes to the fact that why are children unsafe? Why do they feel like they have to flee from the police? Why can't the police integrate themselves to the community and build trust? And, and all we're doing here is with, with Joe, the future um, you know, House member of the 6th District, is listen to what's going on. Let's educate our... Uh, let's bring our communities together. Maybe these kids without fathers are thinking crime is the best way, are finding distrust, don't have a father figure in the classroom, in their education, in growing their brain to where it should be instead of cutting off their their growth, uh, thinking that there is no hope, no future for me. And now in all these podcasts, we have brought all these people in that are supporting the community and we are, the Walnut Laws, first of all, is blessed to be involved with these companies. And we are there for them in the community when their rights are wrong, when they're injured is the fault of others, when they face um, 
problems leading the community, that we bring them justice, we put money in their pocket, and we take this money that we earn, and we do bring it back charitably into the community to support all the organizations that Joe's involved with and, and others. And we're blessed. We're blessed to know Joe and all the other people we talked about right. here today. Right. Definitely. And uh, Joe, thank you for being on. And I commend you. I, I firmly believe like things in the community really start at home and with the nuclear family and with a uh, strong father figure and, and strong mother and strong families. But uh, how can people get a hold of you or support what you're, what you're doing? So you can go to joefor6district.com. That is J-O-E-F-O-R, uh, the number six, then district, D-I-S-T-R-I-C-T.com, joefor6district.com. Visit our website, see our platform and some of the things that we're standing for. And obviously the donation link is right there because we're going to need money to win this race. Um, We need money to continue to build the momentum and get the visibility, get the name ID, making sure people know who we are. But more than anything, investing back into our people that's going to be on this campaign trail with us. Well, good luck to you. No, no, thank you. we support you. We're looking forward (laughs) to having you as a new congressman for the 6th District in Illinois. That's right. Thanks for being on, Joe, and best of luck. Thank you.